Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. gaming i don't know what else to say i don't know sometimes i have a really clever intro and sometimes i'm just like oh fuck it i showed up that's all you we guys be gaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i put but it are, as... are, but are we back like isn't this a new episode so like yeah did, did, we're, are, we're, are we we're back from the last week we were here uh or the last time we were here um yeah i put in as much effort to that intro as Blizzard puts it into its Overwatch 2 launch. Uh, we'll talk about that, obviously. How could you not? How could anybody who's not a content creator covering video games not cover this shit show of a launch? Because it's got to be one of the worst launches in recent memory. Like, it just it's pretty to. bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Like, since, like, early WoW, as far as I can remember, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, Dennis is not here. He uh, told us that uh, he's played enough American Truck Simulator. He wants to actually drive a big rig. So he's uh, making that transition in life. He's bought a truck. We don't know what he's transporting, but he's driving it. So Hopes and dreams. <laughs> yeah. Sir, what's in your truck? Hopes and dreams. Yeah. Is that code for drugs? Maybe. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, Epic gives away their free games. Uh, they've got two games. They both seem kind of roguelike, Metroidvania-esque games. One's called Rising Hell. Uh, really cool, like, pixel art style on both games. But uh, kind of different in the sense that, like, Rising Hell seems slightly more uh, kind of... I would say more like Metroid. It seems like kind of like a, more, a little bit more sci-fi-ish. And then uh, Back from Hell... Or slain back from hell looked a little bit more like Castlevania. So, two kind of similar-ish games it looks like, but both are free. So, pick them up if you've got your Epic Games account. So, worst uh, thing it's going to cost you is a waste of time. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's going to cost you the bandwidth to download the games, and that's probably about it. Yeah. Um, and then next week, I was saying this off air, but there's just one game: Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove. 
And typically when they just post one game, it means the second one's a surprise. So, I mean, maybe it is just a case where we just get ToeJam in a roll next week, but I feel like it's got to be something else in the, in, in the back wing, you know? Like, just something else. Maybe a spoopy game. It is I'd say it's spoopy season, so where's all the spoopy games? Um, yeah. Be nice to get some free... It's, it's, you know what's going to suck, though? It's going to be like, all right, here's your spooky game. It's Alien Isolation again. Uh, you've gotten it seven times. Here's it one more time. Some people have said it might be Friday the 13th, and I'm like, I hope not, because I shut down the service oh, for that game. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I can't... I don't know. I would like a good spooky game, but also, yeah, I... Like, there's that Mark of Madon game. I've seen some people mention that that could be free. But we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else for the spoopy games. Did, they, did we talk? I don't think we talked about what the PlayStation Plus games were last time. Let's yeah, they see. might not have been announced yet. Uh, cause they yeah. I'm thinking that. I'm thinking we didn't. We probably didn't uh, uh, talk about them because they weren't announced yet. But it's Hot Wheels Unleashed. Pretty, pretty actually okay racing game. Yep. Yeah. Injustice Two. Pretty pretty good uh, fighting game. Yep. Yeah, especially because you can customize your fighters in that game, which is pretty dope. And then Ninja Turtles and Hellboy in there, so you know. ah, beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like, I don't know, pretty solid fighting mechanics in those games, too. I like Injustice, I think, almost as much as I liked the last couple Mortal Kombats. It was pretty solid. Um, I mean, there's no... The whole armor thing was kind of up and down, but... Yeah. I actually been playing that game because it actually was... They also discounted it on pretty much every other service, and I wanted to play it on, on Steam Deck, so I bought it for, like, 15 bucks. On Steam. There you so, go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And then Randy out is super hot, which is fucking awesome. I love super hot. Great. Although, I don't know if I could play super hot on like a console now that I've played it in VR. I feel like in VR it works like so good. And then, like, on yeah. console, it probably still works pretty well, but like, not it's, quite as good. I think I, I played it with a mouse and keyboard, and I, I just can't see myself playing it with a controller personally. But, yeah, it feels like it'd be weird. Yeah. Okay, and uh, onto the news. So Blizzard uh, launched Overwatch Two, but it was revealed on launch day that uh, Blizzard suffered a mass distributed denial of service, or also known as a DDoS attack, which contributed to many people not being able to log in. Matchmaking failed. And then there was uh, a second DO- DDoS attack that happened the same night. Yep. So, yeah, I will say this: it's <laughs> I don't know if it's necessarily their fault. I mean, yeah, probably should have had a contingency plan for something like this, but there's only so much you can do to really prepare for something like this, I guess. So it just feels like they were a little under, like prepared for the amount of people that were going to be logging in, which. <laughs> You know, th- that sort of thing, I feel like you can prepare for a little bit. But, like, yeah, I mean, the DDoS stuff, obviously, that that sucks. But, like, definitely it felt like their server, like, the queues were uh, 
I don't know, like 50k when you'd get on, it'd be like, oh, you're you're 50k in line to get on, and it was I waited I think the first day for, who boy, uh, three or four hours, and just it never made any progress. It was it was bad. It was pretty yeah. bad. And we should say too that, like, this there's many ways that you can get this without paying a dime, or I don't know, maybe not a dime, but like very cheap because if you bought the original overwatch this just patches it to be, make overwatch one overwatch two yeah so like it's not like you're paying money to get overwatch two unless you're in the rare instance where you didn't get overwatch one and in that case you can download overwatch two for free you can also pay or you can just play it like free to play or yep. you can pay like $40 and get everything that people on Overwatch 1 had and carry over. So, I don't know. Like for me, I bought like Overwatch when it was on sale. I'm pretty sure, Lucas, you did too, right? Like you didn't pay full yep. price for Overwatch, right? So in a way, it's kind of... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I quite enjoyed Overwatch at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, the the free to play thing is cool. I'm I'm glad that they're you know doing that, but I kind of I'm a little annoyed because they're not doing a season pass that contains any currency. So like, you can only earn like 80 coins a week now, which is kind of ridiculous, uh, and it costs like a thousand coins for a season. And so the some of the math there is just kind of gross uh, on how they're expecting to like monetize this game uh, like versus this one. So what did the math and like they said to unlock all the skins for the newest hero they've released? If you didn't pay anything, you just did like fully free to play, would take you five years. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's crazy. Fuck, I don't have five you, years. You can only that. earn eighty coins a week or fifty coins a week or something like that, and then yeah. it, it, it's everything is like a thousand coins. Yeah, it's it's nuts. But they yeah. did say they took away loot boxes, so that's like, uh, but I don't know if this is much better. Yeah. <laughs> worse. The, the only, the, it's weird, like, so the season pass is $10, basically. Uh, it's 80 levels, and there's no currency earned back, so you, you don't pay the $10, invest the time, and then get some, some money back to throw into the next season. You're just paying $10 every season, unlike yeah. Call of Duty, where you can kind of earn it back. Uh, which means that for like a year, if the seasons are like two months, you're paying, you know, almost uh, fifty dollars a year just to play it. Which is, I, I, I don't know. I get, I get why they need to do it certain ways because they need to make money. But versus the last game where you paid forty dollars, I think for a flat fee and basically got all content for I don't know seven years. Uh, it's kind of yeah. sucky. Yeah, uh, and I mean, I'm, I know I got bought some loot boxes on occasion for Overwatch. Which sure, yeah, like that. That was like a little bit outside of the forty dollars or whatever I paid for Overwatch when it first came out, but that feels different than this, where it just feels so much more exploitive than before. But yeah, I guess time will tell how worth you know each of the content drops they're putting out are going to be. Like I'm gonna just say it, I'm not gonna pay any money for Overwatch too, just because I don't play it nearly consistently enough anymore to for it to be worth it for me like if i yeah. was playing if that was my one game i played every single day sure arguably worth it like with hearthstone i play hearthstone every day so people kind of make fun of me for buying the expansions when they come out three times a year 
But it's like, for me, that's the game I play every day at the very least. So, you know, for me, it I'm getting my money's worth. And I'm sure for some people, yeah, Overwatch 2, you could probably pay that $10 season pass fee every two, three months or whatever. And you're going to be, you might be happy. But for me, it's like, I'm not playing the game nearly enough for it to be worth it for me. But right. we'll talk about more and what we've been playing, I guess. But yeah, it's yeah. It's a mess. Yeah, uh, I'm. Hmm. I, I, I don't think I'm gonna play it. I, I, I have an issue with how the game is set up now, where it's used to be where uh, you would buy loot boxes for your skins, and then you would just have like these random single matches, and now you're kind of forced to like play to play with coins, earn things, and. When I was playing with their my teams a bit, like they would get angry when they would would win, because oh, yeah. they were just it was just getting to that point. And I stopped playing because instead of having fun, we were uh, they forced you to organize, and they even had like a a thing where somebody come in with a healer or a tank, and they would have like that thing that they have in World of Warcraft. Uh, this is from Overwatch One. I don't know about Overwatch Two, but I stopped playing Overwatch One when it became less casual and more Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they doubled down on all that stuff. Like you can queue as a healer or a or a tank or a DPS, and uh, you you can play that specific role only if you want to. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely like more like play a role and do do that one thing. And you and I, and they changed the team size, so now it's five v five instead of six v six, which is like. Uh, less, that, yeah. less, yeah, less, uh, less DPS. Yeah, less DPS or less tank stacking. You know, some other. It, it's it's not bad. It's just, eh, yeah. And that's the issue I have with like uh, this game was. You're not. If you had a healer, it wasn't gonna break the game. Now it breaks the game. And like I am. When we first played it, and they had like multiple mercies or like whatever, or do whatever you want kind of thing. And mm. then um, I, I just, uh, I just this this is shitty now. I, I don't like how it's more formal than it is casual, and that's the thing with me. It's just I want to play and leave and have fun, where this is more um, a commitment now, where you have to be with your team, and I I just I have no, yeah. And Some I think people this take is, it way too seriously. <laughs> and, and that's the issue, too. People start taking it way too seriously. And then you get this whole entire League of Legends attitude. Yep, exactly. And it gets toxic. And you're, I just, I, I have no reason to play it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Rabble, rabble, rabble. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I've been playing a little bit of it, but I, I'm going to take a break and I'll explain why more later. But yeah, it's. It's a hot mess right now. Oh boy. Speaking of hot messes, CD Projekt Red. <laughs> uh, they announced three new Witcher games, a new Cyberpunk sequel, and then a new IP. And the Witcher 4 Polaris is at least three years away, they said. so. <clears throat> That's not surprising. I'm a little surprised they announced the Cyberpunk sequel so soon after the Cyberpunk like dlc was just like shown not too long ago right like yeah i mean hmm. they're they're committing to that as a franchise and i think it's paying off for them i mean people are playing cyberpunk again on steam it's one of the most played games on steam right now and like 
I don't know. It's Is it the Netflix show that gave it the bump? Because it feels yeah. like something, it had to have been the Netflix show, because nothing else well, about Cyberpunk has changed, right? Like, it's been... Well, they they've the game has been patched for a while, so I think there was, like, probably a yeah. few people who were like, okay, I know it's better now, I'm gonna pick it up at, at a certain point. And then they probably were like, eh. But then, yeah, there was a show, and then also, too, they did announce the, the DLC, so I'm sure that drew some people in, too. But, yeah, like... I mean, I don't want to say it's a comeback story because we'll see. But yeah, it kind of <laughs> feels like it in a lot of ways, right? Like it does feel like people are playing Cyberpunk as they probably should have been when the game first came out. So, right. Except for those people on PS4 and and Xbox One, they're probably still not playing it because that game probably still hard hard to play on there. But... Yeah. <laughs> Whoever's head of marketing and their PR deserves a fucking raise. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we turn that ship right around. You guys like it now? Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I, I like that's a fucking lot of games too. When you think about it, like three new Witcher games, like makes me think that some of these might not follow the same character. I don't. Yeah. Know. Like it just seems like that's a lot of games, and. I'm kind of curious, like, what's the focus of those three games? They haven't mentioned anything, but I just... My heart of hearts tells me you have to do different characters, I think. Also, but. like, who's making them? Like, they don't have, like, a, a huge studio. Like, they have a, yeah. a decent-sized studio, but, like, it took them, I don't know, five to seven years to make both of the last games they put out, uh, if not longer. I think, yeah. I think they announced Cyberpunk in, like, 2014 or something like that, and it came out, like, two years ago so yeah it was it was not a quick development cycle so i'm wondering like is it do they have new teams spinning up to make these things or are they just like oh yeah we're going to be working on this for the next 30 years because that's what it feels yeah no 100 percent uh and also too it's like right now i'm sure they're riding a high because the witcher tv shows out and that seems to be working well for them but like is it a case where eventually we just get too much Witcher burnout? Like, I don't know. If the quality's there, people will stick around. But the, the moment those games start to wane, you know, people might start abandoning ship. So, uh, I just, in my mind, I guess three a commitment for three new Witcher games seems like a lot. But who knows, too? I mean, it also could just be that, like, one of them is, like, a two-hour-long side-scroller or something. Like, you know. It's Witcher Castlevania. Yeah, like, it's just, there's no, there was nothing in there that says it's going to be, like, an 80-hour RPG each. I assume right. they would be, but, I don't know. It's a lot. Uh, Oh, God of War Ragnarok has gone gold. So, yay. Complete. So close. So yeah. close. Yeah. I'm just glad the game's still coming out on PS4, which is great. Um, yeah. Yeah. Talk about that more in a bit, but yeah. Uh, Need for Speed Unbound was just announced for next-gen consoles and PC. Unbound will reflect the franchise's return to its street racing roots and will include the input of rapper ASAP or a dollar sign app. <laughs> you say his name asap rocky i don't know i'm not a rap guy can you tell um yeah that's right i think that sounds right asap rocky yeah. Uh, yeah he's involved they were making a very big deal out of this and i'm like well that's that's cool what's his input he's like yo that 
that that tile screen looks sick, bro. And they just walks out. Like, is that it? Or like, I don't know. I'm just really curious what the input of that this wrapper is. It just has me curious. Um, does anyone here care about Need for Speed? Because Lord knows I don't anymore. Do not. <laughs> Give me another Forza game, sure, but I do not care about about uh, Need for Speed. I would have been thought it would have been more interesting if like. There was those games that came out that were a little bit more like Forza. They were a little bit more um, kind of less street and a little more based out of like, I guess, more realistic racing. I would have thought they could have gone back to that, but they keep going back to the street stuff. And I don't know. Maybe they just are giving up. They've seen what Forza's done. They're just like, yeah, we ain't, we ain't touching this anymore. But... Hmm. Mm. All right. Uh, reports claim that there's a new remade version of 2017's Horizon Zero Dawn coming and that it will add accessibility features, graphics mode, and quality of life improvements to the gameplay itself. And that's coming for PS5. Oh, uh, man. Why? <laughs> I mean, that's cool, I guess. It's just going to be the PC shit, basically, just dropped yeah. into PS5 or something, I guess. Uh... Seems eh. unnecessary. Yeah, I will not be paying for for Horizon One again, a game that I finished four years ago or five years ago, or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess if you haven't played it yet and you are like, man, that second one looks good, but I don't want to play it without playing the first one, uh, then that makes sense for those people. Yeah. I don't know who that is at this point because I think you can play the first one for free or something like that on PS5 is like part of that PS4 collection. So it seems like a weird choice to like release this game again for people that have had it on PS5 for free for a couple of years now. Um, yeah, hmm. it seems, I don't know. I guess it depends on the price point. I doubt yeah, that's true. Like if they say you already owe this game, it's a free upgrade. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah. I doubt that would be the case, but yeah, it just seems like they missed that window. If it, it, yeah, weird. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like this will be yeah, not quite for anybody or everybody. But right. I mean, I also would be curious to see what it looks like on PS Five. I I do think like if you already have the PC version where you can like just crank up the graphics it probably wouldn't be much of a reason to buy but if you maybe just have the ps4 version and you didn't have a ps4 pro maybe yeah that's just my gut reaction but obviously i'd love to see like how it actually looks on ps5 it's like once they put out gameplay for that that could actually sell me because i know i was a little ho-hum on buying spider-man on pc i was gonna get it for the mods if anything but then they released a video showing how it looked and i was like all right you sold me I'll buy it. Uh, Hideo Kojima was working on a follow-up to Death Stranding, which was meant to be an exclusive title for Google Stadia. That's now dead. So, so is the Death Stranding sequel? Question mark. Mistakes were made. Uh, yeah. 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 Google Stadia, not not. Yeah. It's, it, I, the thing that I heard about that was that like they didn't really tell anyone that like they were just gonna 
kill it. So like people were like still working on stuff for it, which is kind of a disappointment. Like hopefully, like they gave Kojima a heads up, like hey, if we're, we're not gonna make this stadia anymore long enough ahead of time where he can like pivot to like put it on something else maybe. But like man, that sucks. Yeah, and who knows what that situation's like. Although yeah. Kojima Productions teases a new game starring Elf Manning, so who knows? Maybe this is the Death Stranding follow-up. I doubt it because <clears throat> why'd you bring back uh, Norman Reedus? I can't. Yeah, you think so? I can't remember what happened at the end of Death Stranding. I can't remember if his character lived or not. But you built a bridge. You saved babies. That yeah. was the end of it. You built yeah. a bridge and got over it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to remember the plot, and I can't remember too much about the lots the plot. of black goo, black goo everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because actually, no, I am a little bit remembering now. Like, I think I remember like he, the Norman Reese's character, basically frees himself, and he's like, "I'm off the grid, motherfuckers. I'm just gonna go live my life." So. I guess that would not make for a very interesting sequel if he's not delivering things anymore. He's off the grid. So maybe Elle Fanning is the new delivery person. Or maybe she's meant to go find him. I don't know. It could also just be that it's an, a new original game and doesn't even tie into Death Stranding at all. But I would be a little surprised if they didn't at least revisit that world in some to some degree down the road. Yeah. Uh, Sony is going to continue making PS4 games moving forward. So originally they were going to kill off the PS4, but uh, <laughs> not anymore. Like man, too many people have this shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, not a lot of people have made the transition to the PS5 yet, so yep. they would really be shooting themselves in the foot uh, if they made that transition. Um, they even said like. Right now, they still have millions of active players on PS4, which yep. is way more than they ever had after like a previous thing. Right, like PS3 to PS4, most people went over to the PS4. It was it was pretty pretty synonymous, but yeah, it hasn't been quite the transition that maybe Sony was hoping for. So, um, yeah, which I'm fine with, like. I'm probably going to be playing the new God of War on PS4. I'm not going to be playing it on PS5. So, yeah. Uh, you can now buy a Steam Deck without any weight whatsoever. So, you want to buy a Steam Deck, you can go buy it from Steam right now. They'll ship it to you. You'll get it pretty quick, which is awesome. Uh, there was such a long wait for a lot of people, but they finally got everyone who had pre-ordered decks out, so now you can just buy one and get it shipped to you. And the docking station that we were promised is now fully available, too. So, yay. yay. $89. I, I was going to say 90 bucks. <laughs> yeah. it's It looks good. I already have a USB-C dock station that I use for mine. It's not the same one, but it's like, it works fine. So I don't know if I'm going to get this one, but... It does. I might, I might look into it. I don't know yet. 
it does hold your Steam Deck up, which is kind of nice. Like, the one I have, it doesn't. So you just have to lay the Steam Deck down flat, which is not really truly the end of the world. But <laughs> at least this one, yeah, looks looks decent enough. It does also seem a little bit on the higher end for docks. Because, like, I know you can get some USB-C docks that are, like, 40 bucks, 30 bucks. So it does seem a little bit on the higher end. That being said, it is, um, you know... It is from Steam, so and it does seem to have a fair amount of ports in it, so I don't know. Maybe it'll be worth it for some people. Um Yeah. I but yeah, I, I think it's interesting. I wonder how the Steam Deck's gonna fare now that all those pre orders are out. Like are they still gonna sell? Like when you log into Steam, one of the top selling items on Steam is not any game, but it's the Steam Deck itself. So They're I think it's hardware, yeah. Yeah, which is interesting because uh, maybe now that it's it's like that, you know, people are more inclined to to finally buy it. So, yeah, um, yeah, I just want more comp games to be compatible with the Steam Deck. Like, I'm still waiting on a few big ones, like the Master Chief Collection and stuff like that. So it's a uh... It's a slow process, I guess. The, the only the only thing about a lot of those games is like the mouse support. I think is what's holding a lot of them back because they're like older games that you have to use mouse and keyboard, mm. uh, and the mouse with the touchpad works, but it only works, you know, so well. Um, some games works better than others, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. A lot of the time, I look at the, like the reason why things aren't supported. It's like, yeah, the text is hard to enter. I'm like, okay, well, like that seems like an easy enough fix, guys. Come on. Like, <laughs> yeah, I still am a little upset that they purposely did not make any of the previous Sonic games Steam Deck compatible, but then they made Sonic Origins Steam Deck compatible. So the only way, well, I mean, there are other ways that you can play Sonic the Hedgehog on Steam Deck, but at least uh, officially, the only way is through Sonic Origins, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Kind of does. Yeah, I, that's Sega for you. Hey, we can make the all these other collections that people have bought compatible with Steam Deck, or we can just make this new one compatible and then force them to buy it if they want to play it on the Steam Deck. And then yeah, so will... happens. We have a new version coming out, so maybe we'll just f focus on this one. Yeah. But then what they didn't realize is people were going to be like, hey, Steam Deck's a great emulator machine. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. And then finally, League of Legends has a preseason patch which adds Pokemon-like pals to the game. So you can have a little buddy follow you around and help you out in battle. League of Legends. Keeps on, keeps on going. Doesn't stop. Uh, oh, that's... I, that seems such a weird thing to add to that game. Like, you need more stuff to, to manage people to be pissed off about it. So you're not using the right Pokemon for your build or something. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, like, I think it's like Overwatch where, yeah, like, at least, like, the core standard gameplay is pretty intense. I usually just play uh, ARAM, also known as all random, all mid. So it it's more people are more forgiving because you don't have a choice on who your character is. It's a random character you're assigned. So it's 
more I I don't know the core gameplay for me at least of that game is not um it's not what you would think like it's not standard format it's more like yeah let's play something like where yeah we can have a bit more bit more fun and like I do like the characters of League of Legends and uh, I actually been, I played it again and I got to play around with some of these little Pokemon creatures and they were kind of cool I'm not gonna lie okay let's talk about what we've been playing I'll start us off because I really want to take a dump on Overwatch 2 and just the awful awful launch so um I knew Overwatch 2 was coming and I was very excited so I had to link my accounts which I wanted to go do except they forced an update so I couldn't even log into Overwatch 1 to connect Overwatch to Overwatch 1 to Overwatch 2 so I had to download an update okay fine but then Overwatch 2 was having those issues so I couldn't even log in or do anything so I'm like okay I'll wait and then finally I was able to go in and I waited like three days or something, two or three days. And I finally was able to connect or no, I wasn't able to connect. So I logged in and I couldn't connect my account, but I did manage to play one game and just one game. And it's pretty much the same thing. I don't think really from the little bit I played, it was like that much of a big jump, but also it is just a patch. So I guess they could probably recognize that people weren't not going to pay another $40 for a game that was pretty much the same as the other one. Um, so smart on them, I guess. Uh, and then, yeah, it's, uh, I, for me, I connected everything eventually and it still locks most of the characters and I can't play them because the characters are still locked and I've connected my account. Everything should be unlocked. It's not. So, very frustrated in that sense that I just want to play Overwatch 2. And the main thing for me is like the thing I'm most excited for is I bought Overwatch 1 on PS4. And I now predominantly play on PC. I want to play Overwatch 2 on PC. That's probably where I'm going to play it the most. So I like this idea that I can connect the two and use my Overwatch from PS4 to unlock all the characters that I can then play on the PC version. But Right. In theory, this was all great. In in actual execution, this was a fucking shit show. So, I don't know. They there was a weird thing going on. So so like when I first played, I thought I merged my accounts properly, and like when I logged in a different time, I got like a whole different step that you had to like confirm the merge. Did you ever get to that point where it's like confirm that you want to merge your PlayStation account to your PC account? Um, I. I don't know if I got that. I can't quite recall, but I do know for sure. I did get a, like, I do see my Blizzard account. Like it does show that my, uh, PS4 account is connected to my Blizzard account. So see, it, it was weird. Like I, like I thought the same thing. I was like, man, I connected all my stuff and it should be connected and I should see it. And then I get, I'd get on PC and it'd be like, Nope, absolutely not. Your PlayStation stuff's not here. Uh, and then one of the times I logged in, it was like, Hey, you have an account. Do you want to merge it? And I was like, oh, so this is a separate step. And so then I did that. And then I was in a queue to migrate my information from PS4 to to the Battle.net. And then that took like another day. Yeah. It took an extra day of migrating. It was just like in some queue. And then it finally it said like, oh, your stuff's merged properly now. And so it just, it's, it was dumb, but like it eventually did work. It's just, 
Man, what a what a fucking convoluted pain in the ass for them to merge two databases together. It just seemed weird to do it that way. Yeah. I can't say I'm overall impressed with this. Yeah, no. And I mean, I'll say this. I didn't pay for Overwatch 2, so that's the one thing that's keeping it good in my corners. I'm like, I didn't pay any money for this. It's not like I bought a $70 game and it's not working day one. That would be more frustrating for me, I think. Like, yeah, I'm not happy, but I, I, I'm largely okay. Like, I'll, I'll wait. I'll play it. I'm not going to pay into any of these extra things that they're wanting to do just because I don't play Overwatch that much. Like, I get, like, a little bit of a moment where I'm like, I'm going to play Overwatch, and then I play it, and I stop playing it for a few months. So it doesn't make sense for me to buy into any of the season passes or anything they want to upsell but yeah overwatch 2 so far as is four out of ten <laughs> uh even though i don't know i'm wondering if like there's anybody that's going to be buying this that ha didn't play overwatch one uh i mean you don't have to you can that would be me what well, no, because you have overwatch one so you're fine I i'm not i'm not fucking putting that game into any of my fucking things I'm tired of that freaking game. Oh, fair. Like, it took the fun out of it. And that's the reason why I don't want to play World of Warcraft anymore. Well, you know, I wouldn't mind playing Lich, uh, Wrath of the Lich King, but Blizzard just seems to, like, oh, you were having fun? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I, I like, oh. Yeah. I can say something bad right now, but I don't want to say. Uh, uh. Are we are we still PC on this <laughs> podcast? Uh, uh, more or less. Uh, -huh. uh is this Blizzard's used to rape, eh? Oh yeah. Wah wah. Wah wah. Blizzard is used to forcing things on you that you don't want. There you go. There you that, go. That would be better, actually. That, that sounds better. Go. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, not cool, but you know what I mean. Shovel Knight Dig. I picked that up, and I wish I didn't because it was oh. way too quickly. I beat it in like three hours. I'm like, what the fuck, game? Oh no. Yeah. So if you don't know, Shovel Knight Dig is a roguelike that ch so it changes it up from the original games like side scroller format. Uh, and then this one, instead of side-scrolling from, like, left to right, you instead go down. And that's kind of the whole reason it's called Shovel Knight Dig. And it's kind of one of those things where, like, yeah, as you dig down, you're committing to where you are on that given level. So if you dig too far down and you miss a, a power-up or something, like, you're screwed. Um, so it's... A case of you being calculated with where you're going but also every so often you got to have to stop and go okay like there's a power up i got to go get that or there's you know something else or a shop that you can buy things at but if you wait too long there's this power digger thing that'll come and try to and basically like one shot you so it's a matter of being calculated with where how far down you're going but also at the same time too, you have to move semi well paced because if you wait too long, you're gonna get killed by this excavator thing. So, um, yeah. And the thing is, there's only like three or 
four levels in the entire uh, game, they do have different... So it's all randomly generated. So there are different levels per se. Like there's a water level and a fire level and a grass level, etc. But in any given run, you're only going to have three of those or four of those. I can't remember the exact number. I want to say it's three um, that you're going to go through. And then you fight the final boss, which is Dig Knight. And uh, yeah, I think that's where maybe the game might last a little bit longer for people. If you really truly care about going through and seeing the other levels that you didn't get in your other run, you can play a different run and try to get those different levels so you can see them. Arguably, though, uh, I don't. I think the game thinks it has more replay value than it does, but it doesn't actually. Uh, my main issue with this is that, yeah, for the most part, the, the power ups, because they don't carry over, they don't really have much. There's not much of a feeling of really progression. Like, you do get some cool power-ups that help you get through the levels. But some of the power-ups were weird. Some of them were very intrinsic to certain levels. So, for instance, like, there's one power-up you can get that gives you a fire resistance. Well, it's great, but, uh, you know, the fire level is only one level of many. So, getting that power-up is cool, but it, it didn't feel like there was enough of like universal power-ups to help you throughout an entire run. They felt very specific to like particular instances or particular levels. So I don't know, like I I, I had a real issue with the power-ups in this game and just how the feeling of progression, it didn't really feel like I was doing that much. And then there was these armor sets, which were cool, but like very rarely did I get access to them. I only got like one power-up or one uh, armor set for my run and I was wanting to get more, but because it's all randomized, you don't have any assurance that you're going to find that art, the armor dealer again. So the whole thing just feels very wonky. I will say the core gameplay is fun. It feels like Shovel Knight, but somebody remixed it in a way. Like the way that it plays is awesome. And the art style and all that seems a bit more, I don't know about this for sure, but like, felt more like super nintendo whereas like the first game felt like like the nes this felt more like the snes and it just it looked better it looked more interesting i don't know if it actually is the case but i it looked far more interesting visually for me at least than the original shovel knight so i i don't know i'm very conflicted about this i did like the game i did like the core gameplay loop but there's just a lot that holds it back from being interesting. And again, I don't think a lot of people are going to want to play this after they play their first run. Because it might just go, I've seen everything and I don't really feel much of an impetus to go back and play more. So um, I, I'll give this like a 7 out of 10. I think potentially this could be a 9 out of 10 for some people. I think it also could potentially be a 5 out of 10 for some people. It really depends on like what you see replay value in. And some people might want to replay this more. Other people like me are probably going to play it once and just go, I'm done. So... Slightly disappointed in Shovel Knight Dig, even though it does look nice and play well. Um, and then uh, a lot of, some older games I've been going back and revisiting. Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, I did uh, just play around with a few builds. I had one that was a... Um, I kind of want to say like... Uh, kind of like a... Uh, well, I think the last time I was... We were talking i had i finished the bard and i did like a warlock kind of sorcerer hybrid 
Uh, and in the latest one, I did more of like a thief. So I was very sneaky. Uh, and then this latest one, I made like this really powerful like hunter who's got like a lot of melee combat potential, but also some pretty cool ranged combat with uh, a bow and arrow. I was like racking up some decent kills with my hunter build that I had, so that was fun. Uh, I still think Baldur's Gate three, I it it it's fun to experiment with, but I think I'm still waiting on that full game. So that's coming next year. So. Hopefully we get some release info on that soon. Uh, and then for some reason I decided to play, replay Resident Evil 3. Well, actually, I know why. Because I'm replaying the Resident Evil games in preparation for the, the remake of 4 next year. So I have, was forced to go back to Resident Evil 3. Which many people know I didn't like the first time around. Because even though it was a pretty decent game played well. It, it is short. Like When I played it, it was roughly around 3 hours. And at the time, it was a full price game, so I'm like, I don't know if paying this is worth it. I've that's got... the one with the super zombie that goes stars. Is that yes. the one? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. So I had played on normal difficulty the last time, and I thought I'm gonna play on hardcore difficulty because I've already played it on on the standard difficulty, and hardcore is more intense. And I was like, okay. That, that'll make it more interesting. That might make it more of like a four to five hour long game. And uh, yeah, it definitely makes it longer. Also, what the fuck? The nemesis in hardcore mode is no fucking chill. Um, so the whole thing with this game is that the nemesis roams the map. So at any point, you could be doing whatever task that you're wanting to do. And then the nemesis will decide to show up and, and ruin your day. On even like the normal difficulty, he's a bit of a challenge, but the thing with the normal difficulty is you can hear him coming and you can kind of hear where the footsteps are coming from and, and plan for him to come. In hardcore difficulty, he literally fucking bum rushes you and you have no fucking way of knowing. And unless you've mastered the dodge roll ability that they give you in the game where uh, if you time a dodge at the right moment, it'll slow down time so you can aim at an enemy... Uh, a lot of times people will use this on the zombies and the zombies come, come out and surprise you. You can quickly dodge out of the way and shoot them in the head or something. Uh, and with the nemesis, like when he, like I've had it where I literally approach, uh, an alleyway and like within half a second, he's bum rushed around the corner and fucking one shots me in the chest with a punch. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like this is so I've been playing it now a little bit slower because Anytime I try to like get close enough to like attack him, he just like fucking bum rushes me, and his punch is so strong that it can either one shot me or get me pretty close to death, and he finishes me off anyways. Uh, so yeah, I'm taking my time with this run through because fuck, Nemesis ain't fucking around on hardcore difficulty. I even have video of this. I could probably send it in the in the Slack later or something. But like, yeah, he pretty much just like you'll be coming along. He's just like. Hey, what's up? And then just fucking shots <laughs> you. So I don't know. I still, it's probably going to be a little bit longer than three hours on this run through. I still think it's a good game. I just would never pay full price again for this game. Like, yeah, I think it was on. It's it was on sale for like fifteen bucks or something. And like that's to me seems like the sweet spot. Like, if you can pay like twenty or fifteen dollars for this game, I would say it's arguably worth it. I wouldn't pay more than that for this game though, personally. 
Did they just put out the PS5, like, next-gen versions of those? They did, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to download it again and give it another go, because I have the same thing. Like, I just could not get through the the shortness of it. It was just not not something I was super interested in, but maybe I'll go back and try it now. It is a good game. Like, I will say this. Like, it, it is well-made. It's gorgeous, plays well. It's just, yeah, it lacks content. I really do hope that the Resident Evil 4 remake that they're coming out with doesn't trim anything. Cause yeah, that would be disappointing. Yes, Resident Evil 4, even as is, is pretty short. Um, so, But I think they're going to add some stuff with Ada and maybe flesh her out a bit more and maybe potentially flesh out Leon a bit more. Because by the time we see him in the Resident Evil 4 remake, it is kind of funny to watch Resident Evil 2 and he's like a very jokey, goofy character. And then you see him in 4 yeah. and he's like... I'm here to save the president's daughter. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. the fuck do you show up, man? Like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah. I I, I kind of hope the Resident Evil 4 remake will add a little bit to kind of maybe bridge those two versions of Leon. Like, how did we get from innocent Leon to badass Leon? Um, right. But, anyways, that's... I, I think Resident Evil 4 remake is probably one of my more anticipated games of the next year, but... Me too. Me too. Yeah. So, yeah, but definitely go check out uh, Resident Evil 3 Remake. If, like, big strong asterisk there, you can get it on sale for, like, yeah, 15 or $20. Um, I've been playing on on the PC. I played, actually, on the Steam Deck, and it was funny because they were like, it's not compatible. And I, I Googled it, and they were like, don't listen to it. And it is compatible. So I installed it on the Steam Deck, and it runs perfectly fine. So if you're wondering, wanting to play this on the Steam Deck, don't listen to Steam when it says that it's unsupported. It, it does work. Um, yeah, because it had, like, the, the cross-out thing. I was like, oh, well, that means I can't play it. And then I actually gotcha. down, downloaded it uh, after I saw online. They said it did work, and yeah, it works perfectly fine. So I wonder why it's marked unsupported. Like, I wonder what's wrong with it. Like, is it, like, some fonts aren't readable? Because, like, it's... I've seen some of those where they're, like, yeah. Yeah, it's something to do with, like, the cinematics, funny enough. So, okay. Yeah. Weird. But you can always skip those. So, which is yep. what I do because I don't really care too much about the story. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, I, I think, like, the moment to moment gameplay of three is so much better than two. Like, three feels like an adrenaline rush compared to two. Right. Uh, and yeah, like, I, I've been doing some sweet, sick ass, like, dodges with the Nemesis. Like, I'm at good but getting pretty good at it so when he comes and i like even though i see him and i've got like half a second to respond i do a little dodge out of the way and my shotgun right at his chest and boom you know try to take him down but yeah uh and then despite my better judgment i reinstalled the league of legends and played a little bit of that that was a whole lot of fun uh again i play all random all mid i don't run into these fucking idiots who were like why don't you play Timo or something like i don't fucking care um <laughs> but yeah all random all mid is fun uh you basically yeah, get a bunch of you you don't really choose your character it's more like they choose for you you can uh trade with another player and you also get uh like i think every day you get two swaps so you can also swap a character out for a different one, too. So it's not like you're totally dead set, you know, having to uh, play as a particular character. You can always swap it out. But yeah, it's fun. Uh, 
Uh, I played a bunch of all random all mid, and I got some really cool ranged characters, which all random all mid typically tends to favor more ranged characters than melee based. Uh, so I was doing pretty well, and I was riding a high of getting a few wins in a row, and I was like, man, maybe I should play this more often. And then I, I played standard, and some guy was like, oh, who's playing this fucking Teemo, this fucking dumbass? I'm like, never mind. I forget. I forgot why I don't play this game all the time. This is why I don't do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and then Injustice Two, uh, I have it on PS4, but I don't have any of the expansions or any of the extra characters or anything. And uh, I saw on Steam that they had it was like fifteen ninety nine or something for the Gold Edition and could included all the bonus characters and content that they've come out with and i was like fuck it like it's nice. Steam Deck compatible i'm just gonna get it and uh yeah i've been go slowly going through uh i played the i'm playing through the campaign on the hardest difficulty and by fucking god it's fucking hard <laughs> like fucking Who'd have thought? <laughs> i mean i don't know i i don't play a whole lot of fighting games but fuck like I was playing against Harley Quinn and she was just fucking bum rushing me the whole time, throwing bombs and throwing me around. I'm like, fucking Harley, you, you no chill. But it's uh, been forcing me to get better. So slowly but surely, I'm becoming a better fighting game gamer. So, um, But yeah, I'm just trying to unlock gear for my different characters and trying to get them to level 20. So it's been, it's, it's, it's been fun. I mostly play as the Flash. I really like the Flash actually out of all the characters and um i saw that you can unlock reverse flash as like a alternate skin for the flash so i did that and uh he's got a special move where he goes and like slams the character against the pyramid and then he goes and takes him and then slams him against a dinosaur and every single time <laughs> i do it i burst out laughing because the dinosaur is always like oh what the fuck <laughs> where'd you come from yeah so yeah fun times and then uh, just regular old hearthstone i right now have a infused hunter deck which um has a lot of infused cards but also uh manages to cheat out some pretty big minions um uh i use this one card which will copy a beast in your deck and then i also use one that will discount a beast in your deck so what I do is I'll discount that beast and make a copy. So I get like this, like seven or eight mana uh, minion and I get it down to like, yeah, five mana, four mana. I just make a copy and I get like a super cheap, big cost minion. Uh, so been winning a lot of games with that. And then also too, been playing a little bit of Paladin. I got this, there's a new card, the Jailer, which will destroy your deck, but it'll make your minions immune. And uh, I play that deck a lot. It's also kind of fun too, because even though you're basically destroying your deck, there are ways to like add cards to your deck afterwards. And I've been doing that just so, even though I'm destroying my deck, you know, yes, you get that immunity, but you can also add some cards in there. So you're at least still drawing some cards and not getting uh, fatigue damage there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Jamie, what have you been playing? Well, uh, so I've still been playing some Destiny 2, just picking through the season as they're slowly releasing, you know, the story week by week, and it's been fine. Um, 
you know, it's still still the same shit. Uh, they had a couple, like, weekly challenges that apparently were, like, too difficult for people to complete, so they, like, let auto-completed them for a bunch of people. It's kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's been the same same kind of destiny crap uh different different day i guess uh so yeah still liking it uh and then yeah i also playing some overwatch 2 um yeah the launch for me also as as i said it did not go great uh was was a little frustrated that i i had merged my accounts long ago uh or had linked my accounts long ago and then when i would you know, sign in. It never asked me to merge, so I was just like, "Oh, I guess I just don't have anything now." Uh, but yeah, like I like I said, it did take a couple days for me to get through the whole process. I finally got everything in there. And I thought I was good to go, and then I'd log back in another time, and it was like, "Oh, all your characters are locked now again." And I was like, "Wait, what?" Like I just played with everything. I bought the forty dollar pack, and and everything should be unlocked no matter what. So what the hell? Uh, so I had like some weirdness going on with my account would be in like a one state one minute, and then I'd come back in and it'd be in a different state another minute uh so that was a little frustrating to deal with all those problems um i will say that the the new 5v5 feels a little bit tighter is and it's not the matches don't get dragged out as long uh which is a problem i had back in the day with overwatch was like oh so much rubber band back and forth at the end there because you know you're just sitting on a point and then four tanks would come in and you just be able to kind of you know cheese it um but you can't really do that anymore so that's been it's been cool seeing some of those little changes uh and then i played uh with some of the characters because i haven't really played overwatch since uh, i think what was the what was the character with the shotgun and the robot's name uh can't ash i I don't think i played since ash came out basically so so i had like a lot of catching up to do uh because ash sigma bastion or not bastion uh baptiste and uh, I think there's like one or two other characters that came out since then that I didn't get a chance to try. Echo. Um, so I've been kind of like making my way through playing with all those different characters. Uh, and then they obviously added several new characters to uh, Overwatch 2. So there's Kiriko, who's a healer. Um, uh, what's the other one? Junker Queen is a tank. And... Sojourn, which is the new DPS character that I've also tried a little bit, uh, and all of them feel pretty good. Like their kits are all pretty, pretty neat and unique. Um, mostly just been playing quick play just to get a hang on on things. Cause I, I'm playing a little bit on PC and a little bit on PS5, and I find that the PS5 games are like way easier. On uh, the PS or the PC games have been pretty sweaty and. Uh, a little tryhardy on quick play, which I'm like, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I'll, I'll probably get to some comp this week and uh, just keep playing it. But I've I've enjoyed like most of the changes I've seen so far, like little little tweaks to the characters here and there. Um, they took away a lot of stuns on a lot of characters that they used to be able to stun. Uh, like like uh, I can't think of his name now. Uh, the formerly known as McCree, the artist formerly known as McCree, uh, is no longer has a stun grenade. Uh, Brigitte no longer has a stun when you do her shield charge. So a lot of characters that used to be able to like stun and, and help keep things uh, locked up, you can't really do that anymore, which is kind of sped up some of the gameplay too. Like pretty much all tanks uh, are the only ones that get stuns now, which is kind of cool. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I'm digging it. I'm digging it a lot. Uh, I just need to hope that the, the servers stabilize a little bit better and that they get out of their own ass with all these transactions and everything. Um 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. So, so all my stats finally did get over, and and I was able to play with with my my gold guns and all that fun stuff. So, uh, yeah, just, just keep moving forward, Blizzard. Don't like you know, don't make this a big month long debacle here. Let's just get it in a good state. Um, yeah. Yeah, and the last thing I've been playing, uh, I started up Assassin's Creed Valhalla finally. Um, Oh, nice. Which, yeah, which I had meant, I've been meaning to play it, and I just never did, and then uh, it's included as part of, like, the Ubisoft uh, collection that's added with the PlayStation Plus stuff. So I got it for free from that. Uh, so I played it basically through the point where you can kind of, like, start your own, like, settlement, uh, which is kind of cool. Um, it's, a, it's another one of those giant, you know, Assassin's Creed game, so if, if you know, I, it's very much the same kind of thing as Odyssey and Origins in that you're traversing a large map, you have boats, uh, you know, it's 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 good though, like, I've, I'm digging it so far, the lore is good, the combat feels good, um, I'm interested to see how the Assassins tie into the Viking stuff, because the way it's introduced is interesting, um, where, like, you're your adopted brother basically uh, is has been out and traveling the world, meets up with some of the assassins from uh, um, the hidden ones from from his travels, and then they're kind of like hanging out with you in uh, Norway or Sweden or wherever the heck I can't remember where the game takes place. Uh, but it's it's cool, um, and I'm kind of curious to see how they set up you know the the new branch of the hidden ones with this settlement uh, that you're starting off in England after kind of being exiled from your homelands. Um, it seems like this story is going to be pretty pretty solid, and I, from what I've heard, the game is long as hell, so I probably will be playing it for quite a bit. It's a little early to oh, give it a yeah. rating. Yeah, yeah. It just it just feels like there's a shit ton of stuff to do, and that's my problem with all these Assassin's Creed games, is just, like, there's no... You can't, like, speed through it and still enjoy it, I think. Like, you kind of got to do all the side stuff to make it, like... Uh, you know, feel like you're getting all of you, all that you're supposed to get out of it. Um, the only thing that I will say is like, after like a couple hours, like it drops you into like the the present day stuff, and I was like, I really don't care about what's going on here right now. I just want to play uh, the you know the Viking stuff and and let me go back there. And it's just, I, I wish, I I think they're gonna start getting rid of that more and more. Um, when I was reading that the the modern day stuff is gonna kind of take a back seat altogether, and they're just gonna have you focus on the other stuff, which is kind of weird. I just I just haven't like felt like it's mattered in like a couple games. Like, whoa, no one cares what's going on here right now. Let's just kill stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It's good. I will keep playing it, and I'll probably have a score for it next time we come back. Uh, but yeah, definitely digging it. I'm kind of mad that I waited so long to play it, but uh, glad that I didn't have to pay for it. So. Yeah, I've played through that game and it, it's good. It does, uh, it opens up and gets a little more crazier in the latter half of the game too, which mm -hmm. is fun. So, nice. Don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, you're in for a fun time. Word. Cool. What about you, Lucas? What have you been playing these days? Oh, it's my turn. So there was a, a little game called uh, a Kitty. It's, it's don't hit my keyboard. I'm talking. And, uh, I've heard of this game before. I've never heard of this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good game. Uh, it's it's when a cat uh, tries to jump over a keyboard while you're talking. It's great. Okay, that's better. All right, y'all. Talk. Um, 
So uh, there was a little game that everybody hated called Werewolf the Apocalypse. Uh, everybody hated it. Uh, apparently it was got bad reviews. I fucking love it. It's poor. Don't get me wrong. The graphics are terrible. The Everything is like about it. It's like, uh, you know, it's like PS2 kind of graphics and PS2 kind of controllers. But, mm -hmm. but like, uh, it reminds me of Predator uh, Concrete Jungle, if anybody played that game, where oh, that okay. kind of combat... And but like man, I'm loving it. I, I literally you turn into a werewolf and you just do like these huge combos. You rip people in half. You bite them in half. You throw them around the room. Yell at them. You get superpowers. You get this huge rage mode, which you just destroy people. There's a story involved. I liked Rage: The Apocalypse when it was a card game, and like kind of dives into it. And I I I quite enjoy this. Like I, for me, it's like a ten out of ten game right now. <laughs> wow. Like it's it's I enjoy that that much. It's not a ten out of ten game. It's like a three and a half, probably four. But for me, see, for me, it's always been about my enjoyment of a video game, right? It doesn't matter what it is. If I get any enjoyment out of it, I I love it, right? So, uh, being a werewolf, I love werewolves. Uh, I love the werewolf card game that is based off of, and like, it's 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 terrible. The controls are. I understand why people hated the game. Um, it's kind of like a budget kind of game. But at the same time, I I quite love this. It's there's a a, a neat storyline where um, there's three um, factions, and the werewolves are about nature. The I forgot the names because I haven't played it in a little bit. The um, there's the development people like developing the world, and then there's chaos, which is supposed to like burn the world. But now they're like, ah, screw it, we'll burn everything, and you're you're trying to stop them. That's basically what the story's all about. Uh, yeah, like I said, I quite enjoyed this game. I think if you're, if you want to spend 10 bucks on a game or you're like, like, man, I, I don't have money because, you know, for whatever reason, and you're looking for something cheap and it's on sale, buy Werewolf the Apocalypse. You're, you're going to have like a good time, but it's, <laughs> it's kind of, you're not going to be, it's not a triple A game. Um, I think this game would have done well on like PS2 or like a previous version, like Xbox 360. Where uh, this is on a PS4, you're expecting a lot out of it, and it's not. Um, I definitely, like I said, go buy it if you want to buy a cheap game. Uh, I played the King of Fighters 15. There's a new DLC pack, which is the Samurai Showdown people. Um, so I just started practicing with them in the training mode. They have like a mission mode. Uh, by the way, King of Fighters 15 has a, a lot of. They want you to learn the game, which is nice. Um, some of the fighting games don't do that. Some of them do, but they don't. And um, I played the combo exercise where you, like, you know, they'll show you, like, punch, light punch, and, you know, fireball, and just cancel into whatever. Um, uh, there's a new character I've never played before, and she has, like, this big, huge, like, axe thing. And she's pretty cool, and, like, she's supposed to, like, be, like, a pirate captain or whatever. Uh, I haven't really played with the original guy, which is that samurai guy. I don't really like the, the samurai guy, to be honest. And there is the um, girl with the hawk. And, like, the thing is, those two other characters, their moves have not changed since, like, you know, uh, 1962. So, unfortunately, they are the same characters. So, I find them kind of boring. They're just, eh. Where so some of the characters have changed quite a bit and they say certain things, but these characters are I don't know. The new character, the pirate lady, is pretty fun. Uh, let's see, I also finished uh, Zelda, Zelda Ocarina of Time. 
Um, the game was pretty easy, like I said before. Like Pat, you know, I've done it for any X amount of years. The ending is still epic. Like it still draws me in with the music and Ganondorf and all that stuff and the Triforce. Like the ending is is good and like it could be better back if they like remade it or you know whatever else but like the music you know ganon turning into this big huge pig and hitting the sword off your hand you have to go fight him with the hammer or whatever weapon you have and then grab the master sword um again it's ocarina of time uh it's a 3ds version go play it on the other version you don't really need to play the 3ds version Mm -hmm. uh i will play i'm playing link what is it called link to the world link link between world now okay. yeah a link between world so i'm gonna play that one next good one it's yeah i i just start i just booted it up so uh that should be fun um and then the last game i've been playing is a couple's game um i uh, a friend or my co-worker my foreman suggested playing this game it takes two i think it's from ea i'm pretty sure yeah. and uh, basically, you're uh, a couple uh, that's going through a divorce, and you have a child that wants you not to be divorced. And so the, she puts you into two dolls, and you do all these like mini games and these uh, platforming stuff like that. But you have to do uh, do it together. Like you have to like to like if uh, my girlfriend's not beside me, like if I was playing online, you need to have communication what to do. It's it's very cooperative game. It's very couch co-op game. Uh, I think it's really good for couples. Uh, so if you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or what have you in this uh, 2022 world, whatever you may call each other, partners, um, I suggest playing this game. It's a lot of fun. Um, there's a lot of levels. There's a lot of uniqueness to it. Um, it's never boring. Um, it's very challenging. Uh, especially for someone who hasn't never played platform like my girlfriend and it's just watching her do things. Uh, you also can bully each other, so that's kind of nice. Like, you know, like throw snowballs to each other or, like, you know, pull the uh, rug underneath person, they die in a hole. Um, you have infinite lives, so if you die, it's not like you just keep going. So it's a very casual couples game. Uh, it's called Take Two. Um, that'd be my suggestion. Go play it if you have a couple. Nice. That's it. Cool. Well, that's it for this episode. Cool beans. Uh, yeah. I don't know what we're going to talk about next time. Who knows? I don't know. Does anyone know? Well, I'm sure the publishers know, but we don't. When is, uh, okay, so next one would be, what day, what day? Is Call of Duty out by the next time? I think it's coming close. Yeah, it might be out by the next. Yeah, let's see, Modern War. I think it's 28th, I think it comes out. Uh, I think it would come out just after we record. Ah, so close. I know, I was thinking that too. I'm like, I want to play some Modern Warfare 2, the new one, not the <laughs> old one that came out in 2009. But... <laughs> Something else is coming out this month at the end of the month. I can't think of Maybe Bayonetta might be this month. Um, Bayonetta 3. Oh, yeah. I think. But there's some games. It's going to start coming, picking up soon, I think, between yeah. Call of Duty and Gotham Knights is soon. Um, so yeah. For sure. Biting. Alright, well, until next time, everybody. Bye for now. <laughs>